what did I just experience? Why are colors brighter? Mm-hmm. Why is every why do I feel like I'm actually connected to this person? Why is there what is this energy that I'm sensing or seeing in certain cases? It's it's been a very interesting kind of shift and that was very much opened up through hypnosis was how I opened my more intuitive side of myself that was definitely open when I was a kid because I would see weird things <laughs> or have weird experiences and so I was really into the paranormal when I was young and then as I grew up people were like no no it's just not real you know it's not a thing and I'm just like oh I guess I'm just crazy I don't want people to think I'm crazy I'll just not talk about this ever again like you'll just I'll never tell anyone that I saw something that wasn't there and said you're not supposed to be here and it disappeared Ooh, cool. <laughs> which is uh, a story of a, of a time I saw an entity. Hello, and welcome to the Charmed Life Podcast. My name is Trisha Carr, and I am your host. This episode, I have a conversation with Earl Weiss. Earl is a certified hypnotherapist. He is dedicated to help people create rapid behavioral change. Earl has been certified in so many different modalities, and his practice was featured on a show called Destination LA for Los Angeles, and also featured on CBS and Amazon Prime. We talk about so many fun topics. We, of course, talk about hypnotherapy, hypnosis, meditation. We talk about out-of-body experiences, how to create profound change and to have emotional release about some limiting beliefs and states of emotions that have been holding you back. Earl loves to create rapid change with his clients. He's also a teacher. And he does group work. We have so much fun in this episode, and we get into some fun spiritual topics, too, because he was open in intuitive abilities. He talks about a mediumistic experience he had when he was a young child and what it means to reopen those gifts. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will see you on the other side. I'm so excited to have you on, everyone. This is Earl Weiss. We were students together. We were classmates. We were in the exact same track together at HMI. That's Hypnosis Motivation Institute, HMI College for Hypnotherapy. And so Earl is graduated and doing his practice, starting his, have started his practice. We actually start while we're still in school and we just hit it off so much and you're so charismatic and you're so full of joy and light. If y'all are listening, you might want to peek at the YouTube video too, because just Earl's essence just beams out his face. So anyway, with that, welcome <laughs> oh, to the podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. What a great intro. <laughs> um, how's it going everyone? Yeah, I'm Earl Weiss. I'm a certified hypnotherapist. I kind of geek out in helping people make radical behavioral change in the kind of quickest, most effective ways possible. I think for me, um, when I was a psychology student, I, you know, I, we, I was learning about therapy and they were kind of like, oh, well, you have this person and they sit there and they and they tell you their problem and they do this. And, and I was always like, well, can't it be like a little quicker? Couldn't we like, <laughs> what else could we do? Like what, like I'm supposed to just listen. Do I, do I say anything? Like what? And, uh, Eventually, I kind of moved into this, into hypnosis. I remember even then in college, I was like, I was like, hey, so there's this thing called hypnosis. My teacher was like, oh, that's scary. Like, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't really, um, I never really got into it because like I was told like, oh no, that's just like a tool and it doesn't even work. Like it was, you know, I was told things like that. And I, and uh, so I, I dropped it for many years and I kind of synchronistically found 
the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, and it just kind of spoke to me. It mm-hmm. really just, you know, something was like, you know, I'm supposed to be here. You know, mm-hmm. suddenly you see, you know, when it's time, you suddenly see things and they come into your into your way of being. And so mm-hmm. that was kind of what got me into, into hyp- hypnotherapy was jumping into that in that way. I wasn't, I was looking for something really more for myself in, at the beginning. Like I want, you know, I was having, you know, different problems like with addictions and things like that. And I wanted, I was like, there's, there's gotta be a way to like, what, what is this? You know? And so I kind of just jumped into like just on a like intuitive my way. I, I just jumped into HMI and that's, you know, that's, that's where we met. And, yeah. and so I'm very happy to be here and excited. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting how that synchronicity, because, um, have you, you've lived, you're here from Los Angeles basically. And, and have yeah, you I, driven by that freeway sign many times? And <laughs> I, yes, <laughs> I've driven by many times and never noticed it. Um, and certainly then it's like, what's the HMI? I have no smoke. What? Yeah. <laughs> but as, uh, once it's, like made itself known to me it just felt right yeah and I was I was I actually did I learned how to hypnotize people before that but just in a kind of smaller capacity more like the stage like here's Mm -hmm. like a quick induction here you can do interesting things like make someone have an orgasm (laughs) like that's like (laughs) like like strange things that I was like oh this is really cool like why you can do that like what how does that work and so I really wanted to find the best way of actually like making like make like this could be used for actual change. This can be used to help people. This can be used as a therapeutic tool to really help people change their lives in quicker ways than we are told we can. And so that's, that's you know, that's just, just interesting the way that the, the universe kind of sends you that message. And sometimes you just got to say yes and just well, do, do it. I, I got to say, there's probably some people going, you know what? having an orgasm would help me. So you know I mean? <laughs> that could be a therapeutic thing. <laughs> but I, I know what you mean like, with the stage hypnosis. And stage hypnosis is different than hypnotherapy than what we do. Stage hypnosis, as I'm not telling Earl this, I'm telling the audience this. Is, <laughs> Earl knows this. Uh, stage hypnosis really works upon uh, needing people to be a s- certain kind of suggestibility type of and be in basically in the state already because a lot of people are walking around who are somnambulistic or at least in the somnambulistic state, which is highly, highly suggestible. And so that's what stage hypnotists are trained to do is see who's already in hypnosis and, get, <laughs> and willing to play along. And so even, but even with stage hypnosis, it never, you never, your will is never overridden. The person consents to allow the other, the hypnotist to, you know, basically come to manage their will. It's, it's a whole thing. But anyway, that's different than, did you ever think that hypnosis was dangerous, like you said that that college prof said it was dangerous, and so some other people said it's dangerous. Do you ever think that yeah. yourself? That um, back back then, when I first kind of started getting into the ideas, I, I I did like a little conversational hypnosis course with a friend, and I was and it was teaching me like how to just see body language, see when people mm-hmm. are in in sync, like notice all these things, and so I, I got really into how like like being able to just like study people, being able to see like notice things that mm-hmm. most people aren't noticing, like just kind of changed my vision to the whole, you know, the whole spectrum versus just kind of honed mm-hmm. in, which I feel like a lot of us are looking through the, this lens, like it's like tiny. And once we start seeing that, well, we can expand our awareness, suddenly you notice so much more and, mm-hmm. and your, your, your life becomes just, just more energized and, and colorful. And, and so it's really beautiful. But yeah, when I, when I first asked, I remember when I, I'll always remember the first time I asked a teacher about hypnosis, they were like, no, 
because that's bad because you can give someone false memories. And it went back to, I think it was the 80s where they, everyone was using hypnosis there, like in, in therapy, and they were guiding people to remember things that didn't happen, like mm-hmm. or like sexual abuse and things like that. So everyone was on trial for sexual abuse. Yeah. Suddenly they're like, don't use hypnosis because this is bad. Well, certainly it's bad if you're guiding someone, they're in a suggestible state and you're telling them like, and where did, were you touched or what? Yeah, <laughs> and you're it's, tell, you're, it's and the you're baby with the bathwater too. I mean, yeah, a dentist while they have you under can molest you. And that has happened in dentistry. So, yes. <laughs> but we don't throw out dentistry <laughs> yeah, exactly. because we have the bad dentist. Sorry, I had to just interject that. I'm like, that is so crazy to me that there was this widespread panic, like a like mm-hmm. very much like the satanic panic. And they yeah. condemned the whole tool instead of the practitioners and the bad way that it was being utilized so yes. so you you had heard about that <laughs> who told you that was that your professor or? it was one of my professors in mm-hmm. college it was just kind of interesting yeah and that yeah one of my professors in college and so i remember that was like one of those things I was like oh okay well i guess this isn't a thing people don't use it it's not really the therapy tool i guess i guess i'm wrong you know like i was like i had i'd read about it and so i was like i guess i'm wrong mm-hmm. so it was so easy to just dismiss it once you know someone who i you know, looked up to and see like, okay, they say it's not good. It must not be good. And so it wasn't until really years later that I actually started getting more into it again. I was like, oh, wait, I was really into this thing for a while until someone told me it wasn't good. And what, you know, how was this used? And that's when you start seeing that, you know, there's this amazing tool that you can use to change people's lives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and, you know, and there's so many other, you know, it's, it's, it is a tool. It is, you know, there's, so many things in the toolbox. You know, we use NLP, we use different like MER, just other techniques that that really can help people make these rapid changes in their lives in ways that we we aren't taught. Like for me, it's like, why aren't we just teaching kids meditation in school? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that would like that's my ideal. <laughs> that's what they should do instead of you know, if someone does something bad, you get punished, you get put in this. Instead of if you're doing something bad, that might mean you're having problems in in your home. Mm-hmm. You know, or and so why don't we let you sit and, and experience yourself, get to know yourself, get feeling better about yourself because nothing good was built by creating like this guilt and shame cycle for people, right? Mm-hmm. All that happens is you end up having an addiction to something or, you know, creating that because a lot of addiction is just around kind of this, these cycles of shame and guilt. You drink and then you feel bad. And so you drink and then you feel bad or, or even like an eating disorder, right? This, you eat and then you feel bad that you ate so much and then you feel bad and that's just kind of circularly continues creating this same cycle. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of, you know, a, a now addiction centers, that's why they use hypnotherapists a lot of right. them because it it's such a great tool to help people change their their view, see things differently and be able to just like release all of that all of that pent up negative energy around around the, the you know this guilt or shame. And mm-hmm. so that's uh that's one of the amazing ways that, to use hypnotherapy as well that I love. It's it's so it's such a versatile tool and mm-hmm. you know you can do anything from you know someone who's very very science minded well you mm-hmm. can help them see the world a little bit different and then you can even you know someone who's very metaphysical you can help them have these great experiences of the the divine. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you know that's where you get into all these really cool realms, really cool tools and techniques and that's that's kind of where I've been evolving as well as you know I was very like no no this needs to be very scientifically proven and done this way and then once you experience like a a touch of of the divine or god's hand or whatever you want to call it it's something you're like oh well the 
what did I just experience? Why are colors brighter? Mm-hmm. Why is every why do I feel like I'm actually connected to this person? Why is there what is this energy that I'm sensing or seeing in certain cases? It's it's been a very interesting kind of shift. And mm-hmm. that was very much opened up through hypnosis, was how I kind of opened my more intuitive side of myself that was definitely open when I was a kid because I would see weird things <laughs> or have weird experiences of like and so I was really into the paranormal when I was young. Mm. And then as I grew up, I was like, enough people were like, no, no, that's just not real. It's not, you know, it's not a thing. And I'm just like, oh, I guess, I guess, I guess I'm just crazy. I don't want people to think I'm crazy. Or yeah. so I, I'll just not talk about this ever again. Like, <laughs> just I'll never tell anyone that I saw something that wasn't there and said, you're not supposed to be here. And it disappeared. Ooh, cool. <laughs> Which is uh, a story of a, of a time I saw an entity. <laughs> when or, was that? How old were you? Yes. And I love that. Yeah. I love that you, <laughs> so my, my business partner and best friend, her name is Crystal Ann Compton. And, mm-hmm. you know, we teach pe- we teach people how to open their intuitive abilities and, yeah. uh, you know, and in that, just as you and I know, as we work mm-hmm. with the subconscious mind, everything is under your management. You have sovereignty yeah. there. And Crystal, my partner, she calls it dominion. It's a frequency that you run because mm-hmm. you, you have the domain you have the absolute domain mm-hmm. and what it is that you're experiencing as as it concerns the you know the spirit realm and so yeah. that's what you did you ran your dominion you're like get out of here and it's all poof yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. this kid knows something <laughs> who taught this kid that <laughs> right and that, i think that's one of those things we intuitively know how to do these things yes. we we have these abilities we mm-hmm. have these you know higher states of consciousness that we can achieve but the way that our society is run is so left brain that it's mm-hmm. it doesn't give us the room to do. It doesn't give us the container to be able to experience more. And mm-hmm. I think that's really sad. That's why, like I was saying, we should be teaching kids right away here. Here's meditation. Here's a tool. Here's how to get in touch with your body. Here's how to heal your body. Here, you know, instead of just here's a pill, we should be like, where are you feeling bad? Let's 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 focus on that area. Let's see if we can bring it some energy. Let's see if we can bring it some something something a little better let's let's see if we can help fix it because like you and i know you can hypnotize someone to not feel pain mm-hmm. well you know what other you know there's so many other applications of that you can use self-hypnosis for the same same thing which is slightly different than you know when we're hypnotizing someone mm-hmm. as you well know for your for your listeners Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so you know and for me i know one of the like my I guess intuitive abilities. I, since since we talked about that a little bit, and I mm-hmm. don't normally talk about that with Ooh. things, but I know your listeners are. A, yeah, we want to hear a, about a, it. Of a, of a better breed <laughs> that you know has more open. <laughs> so, um, and when I was when I was a kid, I'll, I'll always remember this experience where I I saw um, my grandfather, who I, I never knew because he he passed away before I was born. I, I saw him outside of my door, my parents' doors, like my door, my parents' door. And I saw him right outside the door. And I was like, and I recognized him from pictures. And it was really weird for me. I was like, and I was like, and I had like immediately a fear reaction. I was like, "Uh, there's a person there. And I was like, wait, I know this person from pictures. And he smiled. And I remember I just was like, and I put the thing on my covers over my head. I was like so scared in that moment. So I was just like, you know, I'm not supposed to see this. Like, you're not supposed to see that. What, you know, I was, I was raised in a Catholic school and, Mm. you know, it's like life after death. There's all sorts of things around that. And so I had this, like, I was like, "Ah!" so I'm just terrified for that moment. And then the next morning, my, 
my mom is like, hey, did anyone have anything weird happen to them? Um, so my mom also has always been very intuitive. She had all sorts of experiences and, and like us growing up, we're like, oh, mom's doing witchcraft or something. Cause she would like, <laughs> she'd like be out there like doing spiritual stuff that, mm. that she knew how to do that. Um, but, but like, you know, for us, like the, the boys were like, oh, mom's doing witchcraft again. Let's run away. Like, <laughs> and so we didn't, we didn't know that like, she, you know, she's, you know, bringing in positive energy. She's trying to do these things and we're just like, ah, witch, you know? And so, <laughs> so, uh, so it, but I remember that night, you know, I had seen, I had seen my grandfather and then that next morning, my mom's just kind of making breakfast and she's like, Hey, did anyone have anything weird happen? And you know, she's like making, I'm, I'm like, and my brother's like, what? No. Like, what do you mean? But I remember both my brothers were like, what, what weird? No, you're weird. And, <laughs> and uh, then I was like, I, I don't know. I kind of had a weird thing. And my mom's like, so I was laying down and I saw your grandfather and he kept walking up to me to talk to me. And I kept getting scared and moving to the other side of the bed. And, and this is on my dad's side. This is my dad's uh, uh, father, mm-hmm. um, not my mother's father, but she, she also saw him that same night wow. in that same clothing that i saw and to me it's like if two people seeing something then there's a pattern then there's that's an actual thing you know it's not like we both simultaneously were hallucinating the same thing in different rooms i mean maybe but at the same time it's like that that to me was one of the really one of the first experiences of maybe we can see past this veil maybe there is Mm -hmm. something more and so for me that was one that was i always remember that experience because it was a shared experience. It wasn't wow. just mine, right? If it was just me, I would have been like, okay, I'm just crazy. And I never would have thought about it again. But the fact that that next morning, my mom is talking about the exact same thing. I'm like, oh my God, go surreal. Yeah. <laughs> Granddad had something to say. Yeah. <laughs> so did your mother help you to feel better about it in that moment? It sounds like, I mean, she was clearly very open about it. Did Were you able to embrace it a little bit? I mean, obviously kids have their own free will, so we could continue to be afraid of it. How old were you, by the way? Um, see, I must have been around 10-ish. Around, okay. I was around 10-ish when that happened. Yeah. And how did your, um, did your mom help you to f- validate it at least the fact that, you know, she talked to you about it or? Yeah. You know, and she, she awesome. was, she's always been very open, um, kind of in that way. Like she, mm-hmm. she, she's like the t- person that can see someone and know that they're about to pass away. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's her, that's like what her, where her gifts, um, were because she never knew how to like use it. But mm-hmm. that's my same grandfather. Right before he passed away, he he like passed away young of a heart attack. But she knew she was like she 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 was like don't leave, don't leave, like don't go. And he's just like I, I'm going on this fishing trip. I I have to like like no worries. She's like don't go, don't go. Like she, she knew something was up. She knew mm-hmm. that she wasn't going to see him again. And is and you know he went on this fishing trip. He had he was with surrounded by all his friends. He passed away in that way. So he, at mm-hmm. least he was having a good time. But you know it was just she she's always been able to see that. And so for me, the idea that if I. I that was the only thing I knew about her own intuitive abilities. So for me, I'm like, well, I don't want to see that. So for me, I was very closed off to it mm-hmm. and and the idea of it because I didn't know there was more. I didn't know that you can really, you know, raise your vibration and mm-hmm. not see the, you know, these darker things like mm-hmm. that and instead see, you know, maybe entities that can provide help or guidance yeah. or, you know, any of that sort of stuff. So that, that was really where it was for me. My mom, she, you know, she's, she's amazing. She, um, doesn't you know doesn't she kind of also closed herself off from those experiences because those were scary for her and she didn't know what they were she's just like no knew like something bad's gonna happen to this person 
can I warn them? And you can't really warn them at that point. It's just like, it's just almost like a, you're doomed to see it is mm. how she, you know. Yeah. Well, point. and the thing is, and I'm sorry that she, yeah. that that's, that's something that I hear about a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, it's as you and I know how to do with NLP. We want to reframe that and realize, yeah. oh, you know, it, the higher self had signed off on it anyway. It's just basically mm-hmm. like you can smell someone baking a pie. You were just aware of the energy yeah. of it. And it's almost, it's like you can prepare for it. You can support, hold space. You can love the situation that is happening because it's perfect. It's not, I mean, it's not bad that we pass away. Yeah. It's really not. It's, the, of it's, course, the human <laughs> we think it is. And right. it's a sad experience in the life passages but when one passes that's that's the that's the time that the higher self approved it and so i'm anyway i just say that to for others who possibly have had that same experience as your mom and and i hope that uh i hope that she could you know i pray i send her that positive energy that it's a gift Mm -hmm. and um we like you say raise your vibration and see the positive of it because, you know, just being open to the energy when you're energy sensitive, there's all kinds of things you can pick up on. Uh, I had a, a dream the other night and I, it was a disturbing dream. I'm not going to say the details of it, but I said to, and it was about my husband. I said, I had a, I had a awful dream last night. I don't even want to tell you. And he's like, I had an awful dream about you that I don't want to tell you two nights ago. <laughs> the crazy thing is I was like, so it involved this person and this person who are people that we one we haven't spoken to in years and years and one we hardly ever speak to. And he was, both of those people were in his dream too. So you know what I mean? Like I, I, he, he was dealing, we were both dealing with something that had to do with us and our, our relationships. He had a dream first and then it like trickled over. It seeped, it took two days to walk across the bed <laughs> to be in my dream too. <laughs> it opened up a beautiful conversation, even though the dreams were creepy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So anyway, that reframe, you know, because both uh, Earl and I have taken neuro-linguistic programming. We uh, were certified with Joe Tabanella, who is your mentor, right? He's my mentor. Yes. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. um, Taught me so many amazing things. He's Mm -hmm. actually, an an experience with him was the first time I ever saw like an aura or energy move Mm. off of something, which was really, really cool. (laughs) That was another, you know, another experience that helped me see like okay there there's definitely something more here than just just what we are seeing with our two eyes you know yes. this one this third eye in the back is maybe being stimulated and showing me something more yeah. um but i remember it was actually you might have actually been in that class we were he was just kind of demonstrating it i think he was demonstrating mer he was he was kind of doing something and i remember he was like moving his hand like this while he was talking and and doing the technique and I remember there was like a moment for me where time kind of slowed down mm-hmm. and I was feeling like this wave going right to the person he was like doing this thing. And she was, she was describing, you know, she was kind of describing this, this, this deep fear that she'd had, like to not, she could like barely could even leave her home so much so. And, <laughs> and, uh, I remember I looked around the room and everyone was so intently. You could see everyone's intention was there. Everyone was present. Everyone's intention was on this person healing from that, that trauma they were holding, what they were holding on to. Mm-hmm. And I remember her kind of just seeing the person vibrate, like kind of like vibrating a bit and just like, and then there was just like a, and it was like a release. Oh, and yeah. I remember I just like felt it. I was like, whoa, like. I felt it was like I got slapped in the face by this energy release. You know, she had probably been holding on to this for you know fifty years, forty years, and and uh, and I, I was like, "Whoa, 
what did I just feel? What did I kind of just see? Because to me, it looked like something coming off of, like just coming right off of the person. Mm-hmm. And I remember in Joe also, he was just like, was just like, okay. And he was just like, let's, uh, let's take a break. And I remember seeing him kind of just like, like also kind of shaking off that mm-hmm. energy. And I was just like, did, did I just feel energy? Did I just <laughs> yeah. s- kind of see energy? I was like, what is going on? You know, it's like, am I going crazy? And I'm like, well, no, because clearly other people are feeling that too. Cause everyone was kind of like, as soon as it was done, it was like, it was like yeah. that moment. And so, so I, I, to me, I just, that I, there's so many experiences that show that, okay, just because we can't necessarily measure it in mm-hmm. a lab, how this works, there's, there's clearly something there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look into things like even, you know, past life regression or people who, who, who are born and then like around three or four, they're remembering their past life. There's, you know, I, I know that the the researcher who, who studied that, you know, 30, 40 years ago, he, he was like very adamant, like he got like a million dollars to study this, like to disprove this thing. And so you can't really, and he didn't want to just, you know, hypnotize people and have them experience a past life regression. So he found thousands of cases of people who are born and then just spontaneously have a, like, just remember past lives. And in these cases, you know, it's like, I remember one is, was a, a boy in Thailand who, who was three and he's just like, I was shot in my face. I was shot. I was shot. Yes. And, and, the, and so they're, they're just like, they, they, they took him to the village right to where he said he lived, where he was shot. And year, a few years before he was born, it was a, it was a man. He was, he was a teacher. He was, he was going off to work and he got shot right through the head. And the boy had a bike. birthmark or some, some yeah, kind and of he had physical. a birthmark. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like mm-hmm. seeing those sort of cases, like once you see it enough, well, that is evidence, you know, that yeah. is that is that, you know, that part. And so you have to kind of yeah open up a little bit to maybe there's the idea that there's something then that we're something more than just a meat body or like mm-hmm. a sack of meat. And that's it <laughs> because that's what a lot of science over the last you know hundred years has kind of said. It's like, no, 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 you're a body and then you die or whatever. Or, or if you're, or if you're religious, then you, whatever your religious belief is, but they're, mm-hmm. they're they've always been kind of separate. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that, you know, once, once we kind of start understanding like quantum mechanics, things like yes. that, now suddenly we're in this realm where, okay, there's definitely more than what we are just seeing with our two eyes or experiencing right. or observing with our two eyes. In fact, our observations are what's helping create what we're observing. So I think that that to me is the most fascinating, fascinating aspect of, of all of this. It's just that once you experience or just allow yourself to be open to the experience of something more, that's when you start being able to perceive it, start being able to mm-hmm. see it. Because really our, our perceptions shape our reality around us. And that's just just how it is. <laughs> you mentioned quantum mechanics, quantum physics, and you mm-hmm. you breezed by, for example, uh, quantum entanglement. And that's yes. when two particles that are in separate locations um, behave as though they are one particle. They They are one particle. They technically are one particle, even though they're in different locations. And that's basically what we're talking about with energy being able to sense energy or that that dream seeping over to me from my husband yeah. <laughs> that was that was basically a quantum entanglement i mean yeah. in that case it was a delayed reaction but i think it was it was helpful and appropriate and then also the double slit experiment is something yes. you were you were uh, touching upon in the the double slit experiment w- where you know they actually are observing um 
is it particles or is it I forget or is it like atoms or something? They're, they're particles of light going yes. through slits, and when you're viewing it, mm-hmm. they behave exactly like you expect them to behave. Right. Like they they go perfectly through the slit. The light of, of and the light is shown right there. When you're not observing it, well, suddenly they're in a random pattern, mm-hmm. and and you're because you're shooting the the you're shooting the the particles of light into it, and it's observing where it goes, and suddenly it's actually. Everything is more of a waveform. Yeah. They're packets of, of energy. And so something about seeing it or mm-hmm. observing it is actually making it go into existence in the way that it goes into existence, which is that's that's what happened with the double, double slit experiment. And so for me, you for me, like quantum entanglement, that mm-hmm. is such an amazing concept because, you know, I might think of someone and, and we've all had that experience right, where we think of someone and suddenly they call you. Mm-hmm. Well, wh- what you know? What happened there? Well, you sent some sort of intention. You were thinking about them, and they felt that because there's some sort of entanglement of your energy, and mm-hmm. so they're like, "Oh, I should, I should call Tricia." Right? <laughs> and so it's, I think that's one of the most amazing things, and we kind of shut ourselves off to those ideas because we don't. Well, now with like qu- like quantum mechanics, we do quantum physics. We have. Mm-hmm kind of explanations for that or but still they're, they're still talking about it in the teeny tiny yes. in the, like the tiniest particles whereas it's clear that it happens in in larger you know for, for us too right. and you know even even that you know like i mean are we not like an atom compared to the larger context of the universe mm-hmm. you know maybe and do we not behave erratically and move around in random patterns like they're saying atom like atoms do because when we're as far as going back to that, you know, most of us, when we think of an atom, we have the idea of the, uh, uh, you know, of this like thing and it's like perfectly balanced. But really, the, the Bohr model of the atom is that it's, you know, there's particles just all kind of floating around in random ways and they're just. And so that's until it binds to something or where it's observed. That's when it actually has a shape. Right. And yeah. So, again, it's the it's the energy. It's the awareness. It's focusing energy in some way or another. Um, that's, and what's so cool about that, what's so cool and exciting about it is that science, at least in the view of quantum physics is catching up to what mystics have known for millions of years, you know, (laughs) but it's cool. It's great. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's very interesting because then there's still, you know, there's still so far as in, in relation to quantum physics, there's still Luddites, you know, there's still people who are uh, resisting the adopting that but it's still it's scientific fact the the other thing that is well so when you're talking about the entanglement it's and the example you gave that's basically telepathy and it's interesting because telepathy tends to be co-thinking you're thinking at the same time you just do be you you know those particles become one as the neutrinos are passing through both of you in the identical same way and so you kind of don't ever know if one started it, the other usually, yeah. I think it's usually co-thinking. I think it's the, yeah. it is like entanglement or your mirror neurons just started to cause you to bind and be the same yeah. thought at that time. Um, that's what happens in intuitive. That's what intuitive abilities are. are. You mm-hmm. know, you can point them at humans. You can point them at um, grandpas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, grandpas who are past, yeah. you can point them at angels and it just happens and, People that are, it happens to spontaneously, like it did to you when you were a kid and you didn't know, um, or 
or even as adults when that happens spontaneously, it's really, I think it's because those people are somnambulistic. And so they don't realize that they're open to it, maybe not in a conscious sense, but subconsciously they're open to it. And when you bring it into the fullness of your whole, um, you know, mastery, then you know that you can direct it and you can, like you said, raise your vibration. And the reason I say this, the reason I'm offering this is because as Earl is saying, when you just open yourself up to it, then you can engage with these realms, the realm of spirit or energy. Um, sure, there's scary things out there. No scarier than this world, by the way. And so you have the, and it's even easier to direct your intention and your vibration to only the positive than it is in this world, right? I don't know how to get away from it entirely in this world, honestly. <laughs> Although we can get better at it even with just raising that vibration. So um, you mentioned to me about some really cool experiences that you've been having that are new, spiritual experiences. Do you want to share about that? Um, yeah, I'd love to. So um, since as I've been getting mastery over emotions and different mm -hmm. things like like that through, yeah. you know, through hypnosis, through, through the tools that I teach people. And so it's like, well, what's the next step? Well, the next step must be to open up these intuitive abilities that I used to have that I, in the last, you know, 15 years haven't really experienced very much other than that time that I talked about in, in Joe's class. But, but so I was, I was looking through, I'm like, what, you know, what things do, do I think work? And I, and I came upon the Monroe Institute mm -hmm. and they were heavily studied by the CIA. And so I was like, and there was some declassified documents I read about it. And that they're talking about the holographic nature of the universe, the matrix, all these things. And you're like, whoa, whoa. and I'm like looking at these and I'm like, well, this might be something cool to help me learn how to get in touch with my intuitive abilities. So, so they have a, a gateway program is what it was, what it was, it's called. And I, I know a lot of people have used that over the last 30 years to help themselves grow in their own intuitive abilities. And essentially he's like almost putting you into hip, into a hypnotic state. He's like, go to focus 100%. 10, which is mm -hmm. your body's completely relaxed, but your mind's very much awake. Well, that's, that's the hypnotic state. <laughs> so, and so I, using that with and and they use sound in, like in entrainment from both sides of your the, it's called hemisync mm -hmm. so both sides are starting to boom 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 mm -hmm. get in a perfect synchronicity and so you're laying there you're experiencing it and I had a my like I guess I've always had sleep paralysis mm -hmm. I'll, I'll preface with that like that I would I I wake up. It's like, ooh, and I just like, what do I do? It's kind of hard to breathe. You can, I'm like, I'm, I'm aware, but I've always been like, well, can I do something with this? And I had, in college, had the experience a few times during sleep paralysis where it felt like I got yanked out of my body, which mm. was really jarring. I was like, this is terrifying. I need to <laughs> never have this happen again. <laughs> well, now that I'm like more, you know, secure with myself, I've, you know, I've, I've dealt with all these things that, that were, you know, keeping me from being the, you know, the, my best self. And so I'm doing the, this, these, uh, these hemi-syncs and I had an out-of-body experience. It was like, it was so cool because I knew that it was probably possible, but I hadn't really experienced it. So through that technique, it was like, I was like, oh, well, and I rolled out of my body and I felt it. And I saw myself for that brief moment before I went back in, but it was just so amazing mm. to know that i was like okay so this is the next step for me is to kind of play around with my intuitive abilities see what more there is where i can take this but you know still within the confines of like 
you know, positive stuff. Because, yeah. um, but I just, that was really cool for me because that was like recently, <laughs> that happened last a few days ago (laughs) so so that's um definitely the realm i'm playing with is is now a bit more of energy and Mm -hmm. how to do that because i've always been able to like move the energy in a room but i didn't Mm -hmm. know what i was doing it's more like i'm like okay like if i'm like get my my cells excited and i'm with people and there's some sort of connection i know there's a connection between all of us in here well maybe i can help manipulate everyone's energy into something more positive Mm -hmm. and so that's like really fun at a party but I didn't know how to use it in other contexts. And so I'm kind of playing with that, right? Or, or just, and it's obviously really useful in 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 therapy, you know, helping Mm -hmm. people raise their, their energy if they're just down. Because sometimes, you know, you know, what's, what's the difference between, you know, certain things or, or, you know, if, if you're like, you know, someone who's really depressed, you know, they're kind of thinking sad thoughts, they're having a, like physiologically, they're in like a really low energetic state. Well, you know, so is relaxation is also a low energetic state, but it can be just relaxation and it's all positive thoughts. So that's kind of the realm where I'm playing with is, you know, seeing just even energetically shifting people's perspective or shifting their, them, their, where they are. That's so great. Really positive intention for everyone that I talk to or see or anyone listening here. You know, I'm holding that intention that you guys are going to connect, have a great time, learn something or at least get curious about something and and continue listening. (laughs) (laughs) The synchronicity is amazing because right before you showed up, you know, to record, by the way, he's in studio. We are in two different rooms because we're COVID safe, but he's actually in my studio (laughs) in another room. But before you showed up, I I led a meditation, a live meditation in my uh, platform I have called Mystic Arts Academy. And it was to call in and embody unconditional positive outlook and that's basically what you're just saying <laughs> Something along those lines <laughs> well i think yeah. we've been in a synchronicity for, yeah. for a little bit i know because we 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 had to reschedule this twice did we reschedule it twice? Yeah, twice yeah and both times it was so weird like the first time he rescheduled because he had had some food poisoning and i was like oh my gosh so did i i was just gonna try to muscle through it <laughs> and then the second time my franzi injured himself at my kitty cat and his cat his doggy had done something similar not too long ago and i'm like oh yeah. my gosh that's crazy by that the way Franzi's day, better. <laughs> it's actually so weird um yeah, yeah. so so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's awesome. And I think that's, you know, part of, part of it, you know, mm-hmm. you have to get, you have to get in sync with people before you mm-hmm. can really have an experience or have that conversation or, or do something. Cause you, you can see when two people are out of sync right. with each other. It's, it's, it's just so tense. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we're kind of just more open, if we're, when we like, we're vibrating at that and we meet that with those people and it's like, boom. And suddenly it's just like, boom, the whole it's, world, the whole room is lit up. Everything's awesome. And that's it's why like it's that, so amazing. To it's like the hemi-sync circles. Yeah. Like the hemi-sync of the binaural <laughs> beats and everything, you know, you, you synchronize in the same way with another individual. And then, you know what that goes to, by the way, um, is hypnosis dangerous? You know, it's so funny. I had, I was on a doctor's appointment, you know, phone call, uh, with my doctor and she asked me what I did. She was filling it out. And I said, hypnotherapist, that's the easiest thing to say, even though I do other yeah. things. I just say hypnotherapist. <laughs> and and she was like, oh, what's that? What's that about? And and I told her and she goes, oh, is hypnosis safe? And I was like, I don't know. Is it safe for me to take the me- medication you recommend me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, got to have rapport. I'm, a, you know, I'm assuming you're good at what you do. I'm assuming you have good intentions. And it's the same thing. You know, it's a technician who's working with your psyche. So... 
that's why, you know, Earl and I at HMI, we were taught to have rapport and, you know, and to be able to gain their authority. I mean, to gain authority, which is just basically a way to say they can trust you, um, which is why I do things like this, because I, well, number one is to be of service. But number two is like, you know, there's now you can see Earl's energy and you can actually get some rapport with Earl even and and then choose to work with him because let I me mean, look at that and listen to that listen to that heart coming through there I'm, I'm like I'm about to have you induce me and do a little bit of work here <laughs> yes and that you know that's that's one of the you know one of the amazing things and and certainly um you know if any of you listeners uh, are you know enjoying the things I'm talking about, please come work with me. I'd love yeah. to love to meet you. Um, I also have programs that that I do that that are kind of a little bit more self-paced, but we we meet um, and we have conversations and those um, is uh, is is a, is a I do that with another hypnotherapist, Julie Tunador mm. and we 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 kind of create these these amazing courses where people one of them is a six week emotional release course and it's just oh. six weeks where you are doing a deep dive into different emotions and mm-hmm. letting those go and we we go through like anger we go through sadness we go through it, we we eventually kind of lead up to forgiveness mm-hmm. and so it's it's really amazing and we saw like the most amazing changes in people just from being able to be present with themselves and and go through an experience of like okay well what where am i holding anger well i'm not really an angry person and then they think they're like oh well i guess i do always scream whenever someone cuts me off and then i get really (laughs) mad i'm mad all day about it Mm -hmm. and they're like okay so maybe i am angrier than i think and so you kind of work through those little sub help them make those subconscious changes and they're just like different people their their whole energy Mm -hmm. is just opened up is that, these are group programs you do with Julie? It, yes. Like, it's, okay, awesome. And I got to tell you guys, I know that sometimes people feel hesitant to do group work because they feel shy or they feel like, well, what I have going on is is so specific. And But I got to tell you, there is incredible power to doing group work. And, you know, that's why 12-step programs, one of the reasons why they're so powerful is because of the group process. And I I think it's really important to be doing both some individual one-on-one work, but group is so powerful. And I would, I would say even do it three to one or 10 to one, you know, three to one group to you know, the one-on-one sessions, because it's just, so, so that means you can be in a community or a fellowship that's what church was meant to have, you know, too. But, you know, and then then some for some people, including me, then dogma got in there and it started to mess things up. But, I, uh, you know, the fellowship, the witnessing, the serving, the helping, because when someone else asks a question or someone else makes a transformation, that energy is contagious. It's the entanglement kicks in and you get to experience that what they're experiencing as well for yourself. So um, check out, we'll have a link in the description and uh, check out Julian and Earl's work there. That's that's so great, Earl. I'm so happy for you. What else are you guys doing besides the emotional release? Six weeks emotional release? Yeah, is that what you a, said? Well, we have the mm-hmm. six week emotional release and then we also have a, uh, right now we're in the middle of our, our program that we call Becoming Present mm-hmm. or Finding mm-hmm. Your Present. And that's all about it, that's that one's a lot more of getting in touch with your inner energy, getting yourself very grounded, very secure, very just like centered. And that one's that one's been amazing as well. We're we're in the second week of that, and that that one we're we're seeing that there's just so many. It's more like uh, it can be a little bit jarring for people. Actually, they're, they're like, oh, I didn't like I, I'm present in this this space, 
And I didn't realize how much I body aches. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, we're sometimes when we're, we're having thing issues in our body, we kind of just like float out of it and we're experiencing the world out, out here. But if we want to really heal from it, we got to move in and we got to put some energy, some time, some care into whatever's going on and some release, some, you know, feeling good, feeling okay. And then, you know, it starts to fix itself. It starts to work and you're actually working with your body to heal versus, you know, I'm out of my body and then give me a medication so that I can not have to feel this or notice it or change it, but maybe something else might come off a little bit. So, you know, it's more getting in touch with your body's natural ability to be in sync, be in synchronicity, be have a coherent state. You know, the mm-hmm. first thing we do is heart heart and brain coherence yeah. in the first day. And then we take that and we're essentially trying to help people get from from this like heavy beta wave brain activity where we we are most of the day to this, you know, this very pointed alpha state where you can be in and then we kind of we're, we're trying to move people into like a gamma being able mm-hmm. to actually like just have that then experience by the by the end of it, have that experience where you're like, whoa, okay, now I'm experiencing the world in this greater context and maybe even more intuitive and in touch with those things. So it kind of starts with uh, being present, learning how to just like kind of the, a few meditation techniques, but we use a lot of hypnosis. We use a lot of different like energy psychology. We just, we, we kind of throw all of like all of the techniques we know because we really want people to you know, create like crazy change in like just a tiny bit of time. <laughs> so that's, it's kind of our thing. We're like, it's the quickest way to let go of all of your negative emotions. We're like, okay, well, we want to go through anger. We want to go through sadness. We want to deal with these different things. And so we were like, okay, it's going to take about six weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and six weeks in the grand context of life is just nothing. Right? Exactly. That's, that's, that's really yeah. nothing. Like we, you know, we watched six weeks worth of Netflix. <laughs> you, know, you could spend all that time. So instead, you know, you have a half hour each day. Mm-hmm. So they're like, they're short. They're sh- the, the time commitment is pretty short with what we do but we keep it very like boom here now here's a hypnosis here's a meditation here's here's this technique to help you rewire both sides of your brain here's how to get this this thought in here's a ho'oponopono here's that you know so we just throw so many different things in there um and so that you can just get that change because not everything's going to work for each person right Mm -hmm. you know some person might not like this they might like this technique so we like really use just so many different things and we're always very present. We're always there. So it's like, you're, you're not really taking it alone. There's, we always have a, a course with people and, and we're always there to answer questions. Like I'm, I'm almost like two point. I'm like, what's, you know, I'm like there, I'm like, all right, ooh, question. All right. <laughs> I'm like really into it. I just always, yeah. like, always be of service. Like you're uh-huh. saying, you know, that's mm-hmm. my ultimate goal too. That's why I do what I do is I want to see the world. It's just a brighter place. I want everyone mm-hmm. to see the world in this brighter, more amazing context. And, you know, I think there's so much, you know, we're, we're almost conditioned to be sad and be anxious mm-hmm. and be stressed. And that's just kind of, kind of the nature of this reality we've created. You know, you turn on the news, you're stressed, you're this, and we're, we're holding all that stress. We're, we're not, that's not helping us, you know, so, and we're not taught from a young age how to meditate, how to let go of stress or even mm-hmm. how to just process an emotion. And so that a lot of times that's, that's what I, what our job is, is to help mm-hmm. people like learn how to process in a way that is better. You know, you can, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I just, I just need to sit with this and process it. And then, you know, a year later you're like, so how, you, so how's it going? And they're like, oh, well, I'm dealing with this thing. It's like the same thing that they were talking about a year before. I was yeah, like, I know. have you tried this way of processing it? Mm-hmm. You know, this, this way might 
might be that they're like, oh, okay, I never thought of that. Well, yeah, you know. So, you know, oftentimes you you need you need someone there to help you yes. and give you that 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 kind of guidance. You know, there's that's why it's so great to have a mentor or mm-hmm. have you know. Then that's that's the way they teach at HMI. You know, you have that mentor so that you're learning from someone else. You're not just picking up your own way thinking that like this is the only way to do it well they're like here's another way to do it here's someone who knows more things or has done this or has already dealt with these issues Mm, that's wonderful what wonderful work you're doing Earl (laughs) thank you for doing it it's you are making this world brighter and I love that and Julie as well Tunador is how you pronounce her last name, right? Yes, yes, yes. So we'll put that information in the description. Yeah, and, and and for any in, any of your viewers, um, if you put charmed into oh. as a coupon code, you you get twenty percent off of. Okay, any, good. Yeah, we got a little coupon. Programs. Yeah, we yeah, will we grab that too. Thanks. <laughs> so. Good, good. You know, I want to ask you because you mentioned meditation a couple of times, which is basically mm-hmm. a kind of self hypnosis, really. Um, mm-hmm. And so you've had a meditation practice for a, a while, I guess. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I shift between how I, I, yeah, I, I, I practice different techniques yeah. and my favorite right now mm-hmm. is kind of really, really, really getting present in the moment with myself, mm-hmm. feeling my body, getting into, you know, I, I basically, I, I breathe in from, from like all my energy centers up, like right up into my brain, mm-hmm. almost imagining like a balloon just filling up with air. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I've been finding that that, that one really helps me just like get present in the moment, just like really kind of shift my perspective. You know, if I'm really stressed, it's like, okay, let's get some breath yeah. and just let it fill up my, my brain. And, and I, and I kind of flex the muscles down in the, in the lower mm-hmm. end because a lot of our kind of energy centers down there, that's what is keeping us kind of being very like grounded right. in the, like, I guess, I don't know how to like matter makes us like more in, in matter versus being energetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. makes us more matter than energy. I don't know if there's yeah. the right way to say that. Oh yeah, so, I get it. Yeah. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you more matter than energy when you're, if you're mm-hmm. going through, if you, you know, know a little bit about the energy centers. Yeah. It makes you more dense, um, like heavier yeah. and dense, uh, as opposed to being more uplifted or yeah, yeah exactly. Um, more, more particle than wave. Isn't yeah, it interesting yes, that we use the word particular <laughs> when someone is like over-focusing on something and they're too dense, they're too heavy, heavy in the mm-hmm. material. And that's when we're being um, too particular, you know what I mean? Or if we need yeah. to be a little more particular, it means we got to come down to earth a little bit, yo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it aligns right with the, the quantum physical, you know, exp- experiences of energy, wave or particle. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I, I noticed that a while ago. <laughs> so, no, I, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, you know, and you think about it, even if you want to be completely, you know, mm-hmm. uh, left, left brain about it. Yeah. You're, you know, if you, when we are super stressed, where do we hold, where do we hold all that, mm-hmm. that food? If you, if you eat carbs, something like we hold on to them because our body's like trying to get energy and it's putting energy like in these parts of our body, like we need yeah. to store fat. And then when you're stressed, also blood's going preferentially to your limbs. So you're ready to, you know, so you're ready to run. Right. The thing is, modern day, we're not being chased by tigers. We're, you know, it's, I always it's say your lions. boss was, was you know, mean to you. And so, yeah. or, you know, a, a loved one said like, hey, you look chubby. And so mm-hmm. you're now you're stressed and you're and then you're putting on more, you know, so, yep. so really, you know, a lot of, a lot of what, what, you know, what we do is, is help just shift those limiting beliefs, help you realize mm-hmm. that more is possible. Mm. And help you find that avenue to really create change in your life, mm. because you know you 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 can do it on your own, mm. sure, but it is much easier when you have someone helping you or giving you the best tools to do something. Because yeah. 
I mean, realistically, it's like if you had the tools to do it, you would have already done it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And just having, yeah, having a a mirror, if nothing else. I mean, there's a lot of ways that uh, a therapist, a guide, a counselor, hypnotherapist, obviously, can, or a teacher, you know, a teacher in a group situation that uh, there's just, yeah, there's so much, so much that another can support you in moving that forward a little bit faster more a lot of it faster so how would you advise someone to today this moment that they're listening to this to start to do some of that personal exploration meditation or self-hypnosis or any of these tools or that to just start them today in addition to please do you know check out any of the resources that are being offered by the way we should mention also well earl is a professional and a few episodes ago i had on george kappas who is the director of hmi college and just to reiterate because we talked about it then we talked about it on cheryl's episode hmi has pro bono hypnosis meaning free there's you can have free hypnosis from the resident students and earl was like he was a resident like five minutes ago so you would be you would have been working with earl for free (laughs) so i want to encourage so that there's no barrier for anyone who is being touched and um stimulated by what earl is talking about what we're talking about that if if money is a barrier right now there is high high quality clinically overseen um, practitioners available um, from HMI. So that link will be in there as well. But you could just go to hypnosis.org. Is that it? Or is it edu? D, dot edu? Oh, gosh, EDU. I'll, put the, yeah. I'll put the link in there. <laughs> yes, it's edu, yes. <laughs> edu? Okay, thanks. Anyway, so yes, how would you, back to my original question before I went on that rant, uh, how would you how would you point someone today to start to do some of the that inner knowing and that start the process right now, whether it's meditation or some other tool so the easiest tool mm-hmm. I, I for, for me this this is because you can i i have like a i, I i'm also heart math certified mm. and so this one i i'll hook someone up to the to see their <laughs> see their heart rate variability mm. and you can right away this this tool this technique will in the moment help you right away get out of just these stressful feelings and that's to well it's it's a breathing technique but basically as you breathe Breathe in and just imagine that the breath is coming in through your heart. And as you breathe out, imagine it going out through your solar plexus. Just so right there under, under your, right under your rib cage, that the breath is coming out of there and just focusing on that breath to a five count in, five count out. And in one, two, three, four, five and out two, three, four, five. And if you were to do that for just even two minutes, mm-hmm. you are already, you you will already see that you are in coherence, that you yes. right away go into a coherent state where your your heart, your brain, your your mind, they're they're just like they're working in a synchronicity. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, you know, we're all we're all up here or we're feeling too much we're feeling stuff just all in our body. And you know, our body has forty thousand of its own or our, our, our heart, sorry, has forty thousand of its own neurons. Mm-hmm. So it it has its own little brain. And that's, you know, this is the one telling you that like, based on your environment, it's finding an environmental signal, like, hey, you're, 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 you're anxious, like there's, you need to run, you know, and so that, you know, chronically will become, you know, anxiety. But if you go into the moment there, breathing in that way, breathing out, well, suddenly you're, you're in control again, of your heart's neurons, and then you're also in control up there. 
So it's that's that that one's my favorite just technique to teach anyone like right there in the moment. Just like they're like uh, I'm I'm stressed all the time. You're like just breathe like this. Focus on the heart, out, and then you bring after just just doing that for a minute. Feelings of gratitude, love, mm-hmm. and gratitude's like the and that that feeling. Then then suddenly like and that 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 will create the coherence. Yeah. So that is the easiest tool that is like, just do it. <laughs> just do, do it. that in your meditation. And many it. times per day, you know, anytime yeah. you feel like creeping in, you can, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've advised people if you, you know, you work, you have a, you, right now a lot of people are working at home, but if you're in a work environment and so t- we, we kind of think, well, if I'm at work eight hours a day, I can't meditate, but you can go to the bathroom, right? And you could spend five <laughs> minutes in the bathroom. You can do your business in two and a half and you can do heart, you know, heart brain coherence for another two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, yeah. and it's, or you could, you know, just, if you're breathing like that anyways, like I'm breathing like that now. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. We, yeah, we need to be better breathers. That's so, so sure. So true. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for that. So that's a, that's a, maybe a mini meditation. It doesn't matter how long if you are, and even just the intention to give that to yourself, you'll see your life start to shift. And so thank you for that. I love the heart brain coherence technique, by the way, that we have the neurons in our, our gut as well. So if you're breathing in through your heart, you're kind of taking in light, you're taking in nourishment, and then you're releasing things from that identity center. That's probably said, I'm, this, I'm that, you know, in the negative sense or what the world is even. So that's wonderful. I love it. Earl, this has been so, so amazing. (laughs) Even even beyond my wildest dreams, which is always (laughs) my intention. So uh, we we have all of your information in the show notes in the description. Is there anything else you would like to share as we wrap up? Uh, no, just, you know, if, if any of you are want, you know, want to work with me, like I said, um, charmed and on my, on my website too, even, even my hypnotherapy packages, 20% off for those two, um, wow. for charmed listeners that I, basically I'm paying you to see me <laughs> at that point, if you got like a big package. Um, but you know, I just, I, I thought I'd do something nice. And mm. I, I, to me, it's, it's not about the money. It's about helping people. And so it's, you know, I want to, I want to spread that. I want to give people tools, techniques, things Mm -hmm. that they can use in their everyday to just make their life that much brighter, that much better. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you so much. How generous. I really, really (laughs) appreciate you. And we'll have to do this more often. We'll have to, to, yeah, come back on another time. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd, I'll, I'll tell you more about my, my experiences out of body next time because I'm <laughs> yes. sure there will be more. <laughs> cool. Cool. We'll do that. Thank you so much, Earl. Earl yes. Weiss, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Well, that's our show today. I hope you enjoyed Earl's infectious high vibration energy as much as I did. I trust that you did. And remember to check in the show notes for all of those different ways that you could work with Earl. And he's offering a 20% discount by using the code charmed, but you can find that in the show notes or the description of the podcast. And, you know, do please also follow, like, subscribe, share, and comment. You guys, I am very active on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at Trisha Carr Charm. I'm going live up there to offer some readings and to do some teaching as well as on the YouTube channel. If you click the little bell on YouTube, then you'll be able to find out when I'm going to be live streaming there so that you can be present and um, perhaps participate in whatever it is I'm offering to include sometimes readings 
to whomever shows up and asks for one. I want to also offer that you check out my Mystic Arts Academy where we're doing live meditations and classes, workshops twice per month. But I just truly appreciate you connecting and shining your light. Thank you so much for that. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Thank you.